Welcome to Mr. Pena's Tutoring Podcast, where I bring you the latest educational tidbits and help you make your child learn. Visit my website at mrpenastutoring.com, where I offer free educational content, personal tutoring services, a membership program, and online courses to empower your child for success. Today, we're going to be talking about how we can make your child learn. This is a 12-step series, and we are currently in step number three, develop your child's social and emotional well-being, or develop your child's well-being for short. This includes 12 concrete action steps that you can take today to improve their chances of success. Before we begin, I want to offer you something for free. Let me ask you, do you know how your child learns? There are about seven official learning styles. Verbal, logical, visual, musical, kinesthetic, interpersonal, and naturalist. If you figure out which is your child's preferred learning style, you will have the keys to their academic success. Identify your child's learning style by grabbing my free 10-page learning style inventory. Just go to my website, click on the video that breaks down how to fill it out, and then you can submit your e- you can type in your email and I'll send it to you absolutely free. Just click on the link below. Now, how to develop your child's well-being? Do you know how to develop your child's self-esteem? Children have self-esteem when they feel confident in their abilities to overcome and face challenges. According to Martin Seligman, children build self-esteem by engaging in activities that are challenging, overcoming the need for instant gratification, and mastering the goals that they are pursuing. Engage Engage in challenging activities, overcome instant gratification, and master their goals. According to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, humans have first and foremost physiological needs, then safety needs, love and belonging needs, self-esteem needs, and finally self-actualization needs. Meeting these needs in our children will enhance and develop their social and emotional well-being. The second phase, the second dimension is stress management. Kids experience many stressors in their day-to-day lives. I call these specific stressors. Specific stressors that children struggle with are deadlines, pressure, arguments, and fear. So how to tackle these specific stressors? Deadlines can be scary and cause an overwhelming feeling of dread for many students. What we can do is break down the project or homework into smaller steps and set daily and weekly goals. Instead of seeing a large project due in two weeks, they can see 10 15-minute activities due per day. So every day, a little 15-minute activity 
instead of a giant mountain of a project. And now how to deal with pressure. The direct consequences of not achieving certain performance indicators cause a huge amount of anxiety for many students. They feel an enormous amount of pressure for most assignments because they feel like they will fail the entire grade for not doing such bad assignments. To ease this anxiety, we can provide clarity and explain that not all assignments or tests or quizzes are created equal. Once students break down the percentages of particular assignments and have a better understanding of how they are graded, they can truly dissect the pressure and save it for when it is actually necessary. The third specific stressor is arguments. This is not directly related to school, but it is vital to human flourishing. Children function best when they live in a peaceful home that is full of love, unity, and happiness. And so it is best to minimize the number of arguments, especially in front of our children. And now fear. Many students have a general fear about life. They're scared of certain events that might happen or that will come in the future that are going to happen. And yet they don't really have anyone to talk to. Who can they really talk to about these things? I hope they're comfortable enough to come to mom and dad with anything and that their feelings will be validated. That is the number one thing that they need. We can talk to them about what we can control, allow them to express their fears while feeling supported, give them professional help as much as possible, and enter into safe situations when they do feel frightened. When my little toddler wakes up in the middle of the night, <laughs> there's no reasoning. Um, he's in his crib and he wakes up crying and he's just super scared. I had to, I pick him up. I don't do the cried out method. I take him out to the living room and we, I hold him and he's just out of that environment completely. And he's with me. And so I recommend something like that to deal with um, specific, very specific fears. Okay. And now the third phase or the third dimension of developing your child's well-being is improving their social skills. Improving a child's social skills will most definitely empower their sense of self, increase their self-confidence, and increase their feelings of achievement and self-worth. Having proper social skills improves their level of well-being and reduces or avoids any stressful situations that children run into. According to a verywellfamily.com, the social skills we should focus on the most are sharing, cooperating, listening, following directions, respecting personal space, making eye contact, and using manners. Allow them to master these skills first before they go into social situations or as they go into social situations make highlight these skills for them to practice and improve on the last dimension is ensure their peer relationships i use the word ensure 
very carefully because we cannot make someone have friends. Nor can we force our children to be friends with someone, at least ethically. Maybe we can and maybe it works out. And we can, or especially, we cannot have friends on behalf of somebody else. It is vital to the health of a child to build positive social relationships with others. As parents, we can ensure that our child has plenty of opportunities to build healthy and positive friendships, remove them from adverse environments that may be causing peer pressure, and encourage our child to meet and spend time with others. Thank you for joining me today. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, you can check out my blog at mrpenastutoring.com. I hope you have found the advice here helpful and that you are empowered to educate your child and guarantee their success. I highly recommend you grab my 10-page free learning style inventory. All you have to do is give me your email and then you'll be in my email list and you'll get weekly content, resources, and offers. If you use this